Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at why The Last Man, Volume One, Unmanned. Collecting Issues One to Five of the 2002 Vertical Comic Series by Brian K. Vaughan and Pia Guerra. Why indeed, Ben? Why yes. indeed? Tell me why. Tell me, sweet little wise, Michael. I will indeed, Benjamin. I tell you what, before we go anywhere in this week, let me just tell you that any sort of cliched jokes about the name of this comic that have existed since 2002, we're going to be rolling them all out this week. There's stacks of them, Michael. Why indeed, Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin! Yeah. I think for the sake of cutting the comedy short, I think we should refer to it by its French title as Y, the last man. Is that what it is? I assume so. And it probably doesn't have as many pun opportunities or pun opportunities. Very good. Uh, Michael, as you know, uh, assumptions are usually bang on. So we can just continue with that logic. Very solid logic all around their gang. Yes. Can I tell you a little secret on this week's Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club? You tell me a little secret on this week's Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club. What's happened to your audio there? It's gone a bit funny. Oh no, what's happened to my... Oh no, we've had a little drop in audio quality. Is it back? No, it's back, it's fine. Um, Benjamin, I'll tell you a little secret on, on this week's issue episode of the Collecting Issues, the Bi-Weekly Comic Book Book Club. Why The Last Man, Ben? I'm not asking you a question, that's the name of the comic. <laughs> it's a seminal comic from the 2000s. Very important, Michael. Very important, very informative. Very, very informative in the sense that it informed a lot of later authors. Very influential, Benjamin. Very widely known. Adapted, Ben, for television and film. And I tell you what, here's my little secret. I've never read a single issue of it until this very book club. Get out of the metropolitan area, Michael. Benjamin, I am well outside. I'm in the suburbs. I'm in the leafy suburbs. There's no men around, Benjamin. I've never as much as read a single issue of this thing. Why, Benjamin? The last man. Oh, that's going to get old. Why? <laughs> it is. It why? is. But hey, it's your bit, so I'll let you have it. Thanks I'll very let much. You have it. Um, why have I not read any of it, Benjamin? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I don't because know. My- don't know why this... Oh, God. Don't know why, The Last Man. I haven't read this. But I just never got around to it. I never did. It's not that the premise doesn't appeal to me, Ben. The premise is quite appealing. The author, Brian Vaughn, I quite enjoy his work. I, I The art is, is easy on the eye. But easy I just, on the eye, Michael. I just never picked it up, Ben. I don't know what it is. Michael, I suppose it wouldn't be in the wheelhouse of a superheroics comic. Benjamin, you need only look at the comic books I was reading from that time. Sandman, Preacher, I wasn't neck deep in superheroes. You were not, Michael. For for whatever reason, this just never crossed my radar before. Get out of the metropolitan area. No, I mean, I suppose, I don't know, Michael, that's a great question. Why didn't it pique your interest? Did it pique a lot of people's interest, Michael? There's a question. It, well, it definitely did because it's a, a lasting impression on the pop culture landscape. But it just so never... Much. I've never even as much as opened an issue, Ben. The first time I opened this collecting issues one to five, I was like, oh, that's what Why the Last Man looks like. And <laughs> He's I don't a very mean, generic white guy, Michael. <laughs> well, I didn't mean the very generic... Ben, he doesn't look dissimilar to you. He look does. at him there. <laughs> look at him there on the back cover. There he is, one classic Benjamin J. Cullopy pre-beard. 
I think the monkey bears a striking resemblance to me. I think we could have just used this image as our podcast graphic art. I have a strikingly generic white guy face. It's you true. You do, Benjamin. Look, there you are there. The only thing that would stop us recreating this this exact image is that if I sat on your shoulder, I would crush and kill you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it would go very well, Michael. Benjamin, I don't think it would go very well. That's enough waffle about why the last man. Benjamin, the real question is what was going on in 2002 and where did this come from? So, Michael, this is a pretty interesting comic and a pretty interesting time. This is 2002. So we're just post 9-11. Mm, where have we and I would, it? I would hazard a guess. <laughs> I would hazard a guess, Michael, that Brian K. Vaughan was maybe, maybe, as an American man himself, feeling the effects of absolute catastrophe on the psyche. Mm. Um, so it's a very calamitous comic, Michael. The premise is is one of sheer shock. It's a world in which all the men drop dead at exactly the same point, and one of the taglines that came with this comic when it was originally marketed and sold is on an ordinary day like yes. every other. Yes. And Michael, that's an awful lot like 9-11. Mm. It, it says a lot about America's obsession with 9-11 and its impact on American life that yeah. um, they it, it inspired years of apocalyptic fiction. Dystopian fiction was all the rage, Michael. And, you know, city America-based apocalypse. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's also interesting, Michael, that the entire leadership structure of the United States falls apart uh, in response to the event within this book. Mm. Also, possibly the event within, you know, actual post 9-11 America. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But it's, it's interesting that a lot of these things are a real what if mm. the calamity of 9-11 had been much bigger. Yeah. Or what if it, all the men had died? Or what if all the men had died? Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's a very interesting premise, Michael. There's that little section in the initial issue where he gives a breakdown of the, the statistics for the world. That is very interesting. Yeah. Is that the start of issue two? I thought that might have been the first page of issue two. Oh, it, it possibly is. I'll have to double check that, Michael. It's, you have the comic there. You have a little look there for me. I, I, I can't tell, Ben. It doesn't say the issues aren't really broken down very clearly in this Damn them. Um, it reads very much like a graphical novel Damn them well, Do you want to very... give us a little spark note summary there Of, of what Brian K. Vaughan gives uh, us in Oh terms the bloody of... men are dead Ben oh, Yes correct There's no more truck drivers Ben There's no more ship captains Yar. Yeah. There's no more mechanics or construction workers yeah. I assume there are still Indians, policemen And the other members of the uh, Who were those guys <laughs> There's a the joke priests. ruined the no, the, the lads, the YMCA lads, the village Oh, the people. YMCA I lads. Well, that was a very topical people. joke, Michael. Excellent. Yeah. Very good. And Benjamin, here's a worry, though. Go on. The only women who know how to do soldiers are Israel. Ooh. No way that could end badly, is it? No, that'll never go wrong. No, that sounds grand. That sounds like nothing to worry about. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty interesting comic. I think, you know, they lose... A lot of religious leaders as well um, yeah. isn't necessarily a bad thing, Michael. But within the world of this, it's I think one of the one of the <laughs> one of the key villains of this comic, Michael, is logistics. <laughs> yeah, you can't have logistics just... if there's no men. Men are the best at logistics. 
<laughs> no, Michael, I was saying adverse logistics are the problem in this particular comic, where it's how do you keep everything running when half the world's population just up and dies? Well, um, right, there's the funny thing, right? Because, Ben, as, as a person who is me, I yeah. couldn't help thinking that this is essentially the sexist version of Thanos' snap from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Correct, but extra icky stuff though because everybody died. They didn't disappear. They didn't just disappear. They all started coughing up blood and going, oh, I'm dying because I've got yeah. balls. But Benjamin. <laughs> yes. The funny thing about it, as opposed to Thanos's unjudgmental, exactly 50-50 snap, is the fact that it is men, it's the men folk, um, means that certain skills just disappear. No one knows how to do mechanics anymore. No one knows how to do engineerings. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting world. Like, let's put it this way, Ben. If all the women died, they probably still would have got the roads cleared a lot faster. Oh, that's a big supposition. I don't think but it yes. is at all, because all the truck drivers would be going like, yeah. well, what am I going to do? I suppose I'll move some of these cars. That's true. Yeah, there might have been other needs that had to be tended to. It's, oh, it's an interesting premise. I, you know, in some ways, this idea is very timely. Mm-hmm. Timely comics. In other ways, it was very ahead of its time. Benjamin. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like reading a comic from now. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it is a lot. They're taking a jab at Hillary Clinton. The Republicans are trying to storm yeah. the White House. All because of what they deem to be an America that's kind of inherited by might instead of, you know, yeah. democratic elections. The old Israelis and the Palestinians are at each other. <laughs> They're not having a great time. They're not having a... Well, the Israelis are doing all right. But, um, it's... Uh, yeah, it's very modern in a lot of ways. The It shows you how little the world has changed in the last 20 years, really. We're really very just... Little. We're really just in the evolved timeline of the post-9-11 world. I mean, I think one of the interesting things is, Michael, I'm not sure this comic would have been published 20 years ago if it had been written by a woman. That's what I want to know. Did this get published as such a radical idea because it's written by a man? Mm. I'm I'm very curious about that. Uh, Some of it is weirdly outdated as well, though. Oh, come on. For example, we meet the the model-turned-body cleanup specialist. Yes. In the second issue. Yes. I thought she, she was just there, Ben, so that if it ever ended up, up optioned for television, they would have a sexy lady to put in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I th- I don't think that's entirely wrong, Michael. But also, she refers to her boyfriend as a tranny. Mm. Um, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people get called retarded too. But, yeah. you know, that was all perfectly fine back then. I, I know, but it's just an interesting artifact of its time. Mm. That you know, you'd ne- that would never happen now. It, it'd never be written that way now, or it wouldn't be cleared. Well, now. I don't hold think. on. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I agree with you with that. Not that it would never happen now. People do still use the word tranny. We've used it now three times. But <laughs> yes, the the left leaning comic book publishing industry certainly wouldn't publish the word tranny. From the perspective of a non-villainous character. But she is a villainous character. Yeah, she's not great. She's going to sell Yorick. Yeah, she's not the best egg. Just because she's very attractive doesn't mean she's not a villain, Ben. 
Ooh, criticism numero uno there. Um, there's some, there's some interesting points of view put across by those characters, Michael. Um, I find a lot of them to be quite one dimensional. Go on. Um, and others to be perfectly rounded. It's very very interesting. The secondary characters are incredibly insulting <laughs> a lot right. of the time. I'd like to hear um, some of this. So take for example, um, we have heroes colleagues in the EMT. Yeah, depot. Mm-hmm. Who just are just like, oh, she's such a whore. Oh, those two, sl- two like, slut shamers. Oh, a bunch of slut shamers. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, slut shaming, are we? It must be 2002. Wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, um, we had our we had our male TV crew um, who were like, we're trying to help you, little shits. It's like, and you're yeah. throwing rocks at me. <laughs> I want to go like... out of here and get drunk and talk to this sexy lady. It's 2002, <laughs> y'all. Uh, America rules <laughs> and it's like I don't know I find some of the secondary characters to be incredibly offensive the Amazons are a very offensive antagonist I think um, do you think so but I think a lot of the, you say again do you think so why do you think that's offensive uh, I just think they're uh, I just think they're very poorly written I, I think like it's a cult though it's a cult, yeah, I suppose. It's a cult. It's a cult. In the end times, it's a cult. In the, essentially, yeah. Essentially, a cult has sprung up. And a cult, a death cult has sprung up around man-hating. It's a very quick cult. Two months. It would happen a lot quicker in real life. Do you reckon? Two weeks. Ah, oh, absolutely, 100%. You'd be at the top of it. I'd be like, everybody hate Ben. It was his fault. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Public enemy number one. That's nah, me. number like seven. Let's not get carried yeah, away. In fairness, there'd probably be a few other heads in the chat. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't mind the Amazons. I liked the thing about the lady who's claimed she beat Bobby Fisher in chess privately, and that's clearly bullshit. The first thing that popped into my head was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. That's interesting. Um, she's, she's a very good flawed character. Well, she's we don't a, see very much of her. Victoria, she her entire exchange with Hero, I think, in issue five or four, I can't remember which one, is very telling as to the type of person that she is. Because mm. um, she's uh, she preaches, you know, sisterhood and egalitarianism, and you know, oh, we don't kneel here, sister. We're mm. we're all equal. Blah blah blah. The second she's disrespected and spat on, um, she's like killer. She's shooting Kill, people left, right, Kill left, right, and center. And then yeah, she's very, like, oh, uh, I hate being <laughs> I hate being so patriarchal. Oh, it's awful. Uh, oh, oh, I hate giving me. orders. She's very Negan-esque. <laughs> yeah, it's she's not the proto-Negan. Negan? Yeah. Negan. It's Negan. It's not Negan. <laughs> well, I read um, it for years before so, I ever heard it said. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, the, the points of view, Michael, what did you think of the points of view uh, in each one of these? Benjamin You know different characters Represent different things Yeah uh, Well there's the monkey point of view Which is fling shit At whatever moves A horror That's my monkey said <laughs> Excellent work there um, There's there's Yorick's Bizarre point of view Michael This this is one I have A serious issue with It's like I'm going to find my love In Australia mm. <laughs> And you're just like Shut the fuck up Yorick Yeah but Ben You have to bear in mind She is very sexy <laughs> Michael, that's it's not Australia. Did you bear Michael. that? I don't know if Australia. you bear you bore that in mind. 
Have you, Ben, did you see her though? Look at her. Hold on. I'll give you a quick look. <laughs> She's in a bikini, Ben. Look at her. <laughs> there she is. In the there she outback. is now, just, just bouncing around the outback in a bikini. Wildly mm. impractical, by the way. We'll get to that well, in a bit as well. She probably has sun cream on, Ben. It's not enough, Michael, in the outback. Benjamin, I tell you what, I was reading this on the bus and there's a very uh, there's a very disturbing nudie blood scene. Oh yeah, the, the Adam and Eve moment. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Yeah. Just turn the page. I've uh, just reading my normal, boring comic from the 2000s. And then there's a nudie woman covered in blood and I'm going, oh, hope nobody's saying that. don't come, baby. And you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> hope nobody, hope nobody's odd. <laughs> yeah, well, you've been, you've been blacklisted by the you're on a, the a watch list now with the Lewis. Yeah, the um, Lewis, I'm on the Lewis watch list. Benjamin. But, yeah. Yes, Yorick, ironically enough, is kind of an everyman. But not an everyman in the sense of he's everyman. He's everyman of like 22-year-olds in 2002. Yeah, he's oh, he's a very he's, interesting choice, Michael. He's watching a Star Wars, Ben. Yeah, he's watching every nerdy thing he can get his hands on, Michael. Yeah. Um, He's he's a dial dial a reference kind of character, and he just keeps making everything pop culture. Oh yeah, me and my sister are like Luke and Leia without the French kissing. Bazinga! Oh, very, and very <laughs> relevant to pop culture comments. It's like, shut the fuck up, Yorick. <laughs> Read the room. Well, he's not good at reading the room. Then that's part of his thing. Yeah, so that that's it's really interesting. One of my favorite scenes is where he tries to make a grandstand moment. Where he's like. I am the last man. The president's like, shut the fuck up, you absolute child. Um, that, that when the Republicans were trying to storm the White House. Yeah, and I just thought it was really funny because it's like, it, just because you have a penis doesn't make you invincible. I was like, oh, strong line. Strong mm. line. Um, mm. He has a lot of those, but I'm assuming, Michael, that because we're in the very first volume of what would become a 60-issue run, Yes, he develops. One We're probably leaving a lot of room for development, Michael. Ah, development is important in a story, Ben. Bit of character growth, Michael. You and can't think... have your character fully formed when they come in. Well, you, you should, but you can't have them at their destination, Ben. No, you can't, Michael. They can't start out fully rounded being like, I will be very mature and I will look after humanity because I am why the last man. It's not going to happen that way, Michael. It's not going to no. happen that way. No. Um, I enjoy seeing his relationship with the women in his life, as in his mother, Congresswoman Brown. Mm. That's what? Representative Brown, Ben. That's Representative Brown to you, Ben, and your sexist, outdated language. Mm. Um, so there's Jen Brown, who's a congresswoman. Yeah, a representative. Um, or a representative, yeah. as, as, we've, as we've been corrected in comic book form. There's some interesting stuff there, Michael, about her stance on abortion for like two or three panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, she's um, she's a bit more conservative than you might have thought for a a lead character in a comic book from that period. But yeah, she does seem to change her mind. She does seem to change her mind rather rapidly in the face of a bloody uh, fall apart nation. Although Ben, very reasonable, I think, to change your mind given given changing circumstances. Oh, is that not what? Essential. Is that not what people should do? Ben, yes. What about the baddies? Yeah, so we've we've two primary antagonists kind of set up here. Um and one is Alter, who's the Israeli commando Palestinian militant? hating militant? 
yeah. think militant is the word you're looking for. Yeah, she's just she's not a nice person, Michael. One of no. her, she's she's quoted as saying, you know, I trained to be a, a gun specialist and I haven't had a chance to shoot at anybody but dirty rock throwers and it's like, oh I can't wait to get a go at shooting at people. There's a throwaway scene, Ben, where it's like revealed that Israel have invaded Egypt and the rest of the Middle East, a basically. A places, Michael. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, what we do now? And everyone's like, well, should we should we stop? Are we the baddies? Same thing like, we do every, every night, Israel. Try yeah. to take over the world. <laughs> Not a great reflection on El Israel, is it? Um, no, I mean, look... One of the one of the criticisms you could level at this is it's a very surface level take on world politics at the time where it's like, oh, look at those Republicans. Look at those silly Republicans trying to storm the White House. Yeah, that would never happen in real life. What a bunch of goofs. That had never happened in real life, Michael. Yeah. Mm. It did, though, remember? They did it a few months ago. <laughs> Do you think Brian K. Vaughan ever watches the news and goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think Brian K. Vaughan watches the news and goes, yes, very well. <laughs> fucking knew it. Yes, this is exactly what I, Brian K. Vaughan, predicted would happen in my seminal Absolutely. future predicting tome. Ygrek the last man <laughs> um, So there's a lot of that Going around Michael um, His take on Israel Is just fuck Israel <laughs> Which is Yeah yeah Get rid of them They're no use They're the baddies <laughs> Very topical again um, Although I suppose You know It's interesting Michael Because whenever he introduces Kind of a hardline character Or a A, a very strong Example of some kind of Negative aspect He'll always balance them out So for example Alter has her companion When they go to The United States And she says How much of our nation's resources Did we just waste To come hunting mm. One fucking man Alter No and let's like, get him no. For Israel <laughs> It is worth it <laughs> And she's She's nuts mm. like And it's made very clear By the foil Of this very nice character um, And that happens a lot Michael um, The other uh, interesting choices as we said already are the Amazons and they've clearly fallen under the sway of a charismatic leader Michael mm, like a classic cult a Victoria Victoria is no good which you've already covered in this she's a bit of a bullshitter Michael um, she's uh, yes. she's seized power through sheer kind of duplicitiveness and so on and so mm. forth and uh, yeah that's what we've been left with I suppose one of the most intriguing characters Michael uh, that we're introduced to is Agent 355 yeah, what's going on? What's the what's the story behind what's her? What's going on with that lady right there? Um, and she's got a big, dark, mysterious background, Michael. Oh, how intriguing! Yes, and she's got a she's a voice point for issues of the time as well. And reading her dialogue is very much like living in twenty twenty one. This is it's very prescient. Yeah, this, this is very prescient. This is Southie, Yorick. Um, and we can't change the fact that I am black. And he's like, "Do you think that'll matter?" Nice. Like, "Yep, <laughs> it'll always matter." It's like. Hello, 2021 called. They want their social issues back. Brought forward 20. <laughs> Brian gave on sitting there going, yes, very <laughs> good. Again. As it is written, <laughs> so it shall be. He just has a bingo card at home. It's called Why Bingo. Yeah. And every time it pops up in the Brian gave on's Why Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Benjamin. I'll tell you what. Go on. I was reading this and I said to myself, this is what I said to myself. I said, this art, though, it's very post-preacher. Yeah, yeah. It's very <clears throat> early 2000s, let's claw it back from the grim and gritty and the horrible 
back into the nice and the pleasant and the and the simple. Yeah. Um, what do you think of what I've said there? It's, it's I suppose, Michael, it's intended to give a sense of realism um, to these far more human stories. You you hit the nail on the head at the start of the episode, Michael, um, when you said like this is not necessarily something you might have picked up initially, but it is very much in that wave of preacher or I'm trying to think of other ones off the top of my head now. Sandman, as you said. Preacher. Those yeah. are very human stories, despite having occasional like gods and monsters in them and whatever. The central kind of conceit of all those comics is, Jesus, humanity is an odd little collection of things, isn't it? Or are we doing mad or stuff? Are we, a bit mental. A bit mental. Have you ever seen Israel? Yeah, at the core of it is, is humanism as well. Mike. It's like, aren't humans great? Aren't they just a grand bunch of or lads? Or not sometimes. I, I, mm. Again, I think if you tried to make some of those humanity is fundamentally good titles in 2021, people would be like, fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, we're not having we're it. We're a very cynical nation 19 years on from 2002, Michael. But there's a lot of things that reflect mm-hmm. that attempt at realism. We get very realistic depictions of body types, faces, majority women, Michael. The issue one has some very exploitative... Issue one and two have some very exploitative depictions, Michael. Um, I don't Go know on. if that's to get people interested in the beginning. Beth is an incredibly exploitatively drawn character. Um... I, I don't think it's fair to say that that's realistic outback attire, Michael. I don't know. Get, get, I've been to the outback. Get out of here. That's what I wore. Get out of here. Supermodel lady who's cleaning up bodies in a tank top, Michael. She's like a proto Megan Fox. She's Megan Fox before there was Megan <laughs> Fox. Megan Fox and Transformers. That's exactly what it is. She's fixing the hood of a car. She's looking pretty scruffy. I'm sure that's pro. Isn't this. It's considerably pre Transformers. Um, considerably, yes. Is that what I said? Did I say yeah. post Transformers? No, no, it's pre-Transformers. So Brian K. Vaughan was probably sitting there with his uh, checklist going, ah, yes. As it is written. As I have drawn, <laughs> so it shall appear. So this is... And you hearken upon this symbol of the apocalypse, <laughs> Megan Fox. So the art is by Pia Guerra, and Pia Guerra is a woman. Mm-hmm. What's that got to do um, with anything, Ben? Well, I think it's an important choice, Michael, in terms of representation. But that's why the first issue in a bit interests me so much. What? Um, because we do get those exploitative depictions once or twice. Is that a marketing move? Is it to get people to keep picking up the comic? Um, because the other characters are are rendered very modestly, Michael. Yes, but Benjamin. Yes. In the real world, some people, I'm indicating towards myself here, are considerably sexier than other people. I'm now indicating towards you, Benjamin J. Colopy. Yeah, well, I mean, that's fair, Michael. We've had, okay, we've had our sexiest co-host <laughs> poll. And yes... And yes, did it I was win? A staggering ninety-five percent pro Mick. <laughs> and yes, my mother voted, <laughs> and she told me it wasn't for me. But that's fair enough. <laughs> it happens. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. So some people are just sexier than other people, Ben. <laughs> they, they just are, Michael. It's just okay, I, I suppose the argument isn't that some people are, aren't <laughs> sexier than other people. The argument that you're making is that the sexiness is a bit front-loaded. It's a bit front-loaded, Michael. It, it fades. It's just an interesting choice for the first two mm. for the first two issues. Benjamin. Yes. This comic gave me a slight dose of female face blindness. Oh, it has a little bit of that, doesn't it? I, I'm telling you what, Ben. The colorist and the hairstyles are doing a lot of work. Yeah, there's a bit of the Steve Dillons about it, all right. A little touch of it. little touch of... Uh, the, I wonder the who Dillonisms. that is. 
Especially the the politician ladies. Oh, they're all the same, Michael, with different wigs. They've just got slightly different haircuts. Yeah. No, there's a lot of that going on. Like, there's there's some very set um, patterns to those faces. Even Agent 335, who's African-American, is basically <laughs> white politician yeah, the, lady with... The, the, with coloring, the coloring and the haircuts doing a lot of work. Let's just yeah, put it there's a lot way. of work there. And it's interesting for a comic that's going to show an entire planet full of women. Um, that's going to be bloody interesting stuff, Michael. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of interesting things in this comic, Michael. Uh, it's been adapted to 2021 in in a in a TV series. The TV series has had mixed reviews. Oh, um, I don't remember reviewing of, it uh, for the for many reasons that we ben. have just kind of touched upon. Ben, yes, Ben, because my name is Mick. Mixed reviews. Ah, uh, mixed reviews. Oh, we've missed a beat there somewhere, Michael. If you had done a podcast okay. by yourself, that's exactly what we should have called. Yeah, it'd be no use though. I'd just keep interrupting myself and it'd sound weird. You probably would, yeah. That, that so anyway, pod, uh, adapted for 2021. Yeah, and it's it's run into the same issues of representations, one-dimensional characters. Um, some of the language seems to have been kept and there's a transsexuality debate going on around it at the minute. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really comment on that. But apparently they've still made some missteps, Michael, from two- 2002. It, I... Here's the thing, though, Ben. Pers- All right, we're getting into personal politics here. Okay. I am of the belief that your villain characters in things should be allowed to use negative terms. Yeah, absolutely. And No, not absolutely. That is not a universal that everyone believes. Oh, is it not? Okay. Um, no. And some people would say that by having a villain character call a character a tranny, that is inflicting damage upon transsexuals currently but it's a villain yeah but it's not the villain that's saying it it's the show that's saying it so you're still you're still continuing that harm so it's not universal to say your baddies can say bad words so we do okay hmm that's a question for a different time Michael we can't handle that today (laughs) that's a personal philosophical debate Ben which um, you know you're not going to get agreement on society won't agree with you on that one Ah, well, Whether you can enough, put, yeah. yeah, 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 fair enough. But Michael, what's your overall yes. thoughts on this here comic? I quite liked it, Ben. Yeah, I thought it was a bit of a th- it, it. It was a bit of a weird combination of a throwback and incredibly modern and relevant. It's weird, was, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's amusing. That was very amusing. The art I could take or leave. It's as about as close to standard comic book art as you can possibly get. Um, the plot isn't enormously surprising or interesting in today's world where it's I mean it's no the leftovers let's just put it that way let's put it that way and the leftovers was only 3% of people um, not all the men but you know it's got some interesting concepts but um, I suppose a lot of it has been so influential that many other things have taken some of its good ideas and run with them. And so yeah. therefore going back to it isn't that surprising or interesting. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's... It, it, I understand it's a seminal classic, but it certainly doesn't feel like a like a seminal classic going back to it for the first time ever Yeah, 20 years later. Sure. There's nothing astounding to it that's really jaw-dropping or anything like that. No, exactly. No. But it has also held up well. Yeah. I think you could, I, you could hand someone this... You could hand a person this now and say, read this now, 
and not tell them it was published in 2002 and they would believe it was published yesterday. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. And if it was published yesterday, it's kind of middle of the road. Yeah, it's a middle of the road comic. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, Michael? Mm. What are you going to do? That's not what I've said. That's not what I've said. I have. Okay, Okay, that's what you're saying, but that's not what I've said. I'll take that hit, Michael. All right, because what I'm saying is if it were published now, it would be a bit middle of the road for now. It's a middle of the road comic for now, then. Oh, fuck. Yes, fine. (laughs) That's not what I was saying, but you've broken me down to the point I'm not going to argue with you anymore. (laughs) And yes... Whatever you say, that's fine. <laughs> no, that's is this the this patriarchy? Is this is this the patriarchy? Have it I is just a very felt good the patriarchy? <laughs> it is a very I've just good felt example. the patriarchy for the first time in my life. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's interesting. It's uh, I'm no, I'm in no rush to read the rest of it. Let's just put it that way. Okay, but okay. I mean, if I had a bit of spare time and it was sitting there on a coffee table, I'd definitely read it. You might give it a go. And I probably will later, but. You know, it's not, it, it hasn't blown my mind or my world. Hasn't hooked you in, Michael? Not particularly. Hmm. Problematic. I might Problematic. watch the first episode of the show, Ben. Yeah, so I think we should both do that, Michael, for our other um, weekly podcast on pop culture. Hmm. Our mm. more popular podcast. Our more popular podcast. But here, Michael, what would you like if you like this? I mean, you'd, you'd probably enjoy The Walking Dead. Yeah, The Walking Dead's a big one, isn't it? The Walking Dead has a lot of similar vibes going on of uh, like a, that period of human history facing apocalyptic scenarios. Yeah. Um, there are, you know, there are thematic similarities, not really tonal similarities, but definitely thematic similarities. You'd probably enjoy the TV show The Leftovers. You would. Um, which deals with the kind of how society would cope a little bit more, I think. But also, you know, it's about cults popping up and people deal with it in different ways. Sure. Um, so you'd probably enjoy both of those. Yep, you'd probably enjoy a preacher, Michael. You hit that one earlier. We just put preacher in everything. All of this era of comics is so influenced by preacher. Yeah. That, you know, having said that, though, maybe the accusation I've leveled against this could also be leveled against Preacher. That if you're reading all of these comics which are influenced by Preacher and took some of Preacher's good points and expanded on them, and then you go back to Preacher, Preacher might feel a bit dated in the middle of the road. Yeah, it might. You're not wrong. I won't say middle of the road again because it seems to upset you, Michael. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just steer away from that phrase. All right, then you do that. I will. Ladies and gentlemen, what did you think? Of this what particular did comic. Did you enjoy it? Have you watched the bloody series? Have you seen it? What's going on? What's Who's going playing on? Y? Who's playing Y, the last man? Hmm. There's lots of reasons. There's lots of reasons we want to hear from you. You can get in touch with us in the following ways, ladies and gentlemen. You can find us on the interwebs at www.shomrabyug.com. S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. It means tiny room in Irish. Does indeed. You can find us on Instagram, where I never update the bloody Instagram. Never, literally at collecting never. Issues. <laughs> literally never. I'm going to have to start doing that. Just one post. Um, it's, it's on Instagram, at Collecting Issues. But the best way, ladies and gentlemen, mm. to get in touch with either Michael or myself. Or both is, of us. Or both of us, is hop up on that Discord, baby. Hop up on it. Yeah, get up on it where you can come and chat to us about whatever's coming up. Speaking 
of what's coming up. In two weeks' time, ladies and gentlemen, on Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club, we will be taking a look at Moonshine. Oh, Moonshine I is Moon Knight. No, it's Moonshine, Michael, an epic 1920s American era crime drama with a healthy heap and dose of supernatural voodoo and big wolvie fellas. Benjamin, that sounds exactly like our wheelhouse. It's right within our wheelhouse and it's right in time for Spooky October. So we'll see you then, ladies and gentlemen. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, so spooky.